Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Moments Podcast. It's currently Saturday. This episode is coming out on Monday, and I was supposed to have it recorded by Wednesday. I don't know what is wrong with me. I completely, I put the Q&A box on my Instagram story on Wednesday to record, and I completely forgot. I have not forgotten to, well, I've I've been late to recording my episodes, but I've never forgotten that I hadn't recorded an episode ever in the almost two years. Wow. Almost two years we've had this podcast now coming up really soon. That's insane. Where is the time going? Someone please let me know how it's September. Absolutely not. I refuse to believe it. I think that freaking January 1st was yesterday. Eight months, nine months have gone by. I just sent myself into a spiral. They always said, like, the older you get, the faster time goes. And I didn't really ever expect it to be this fast. And and knowing that it's only going to get faster is absolutely terrifying. I need to soak in every minute and every second that goes on. Wow, wake up call. Okay. I didn't mean to spiral on the fact. Sorry, I'm yawning. Per usual, still in my mess phase. Like, still trying to figure out what's going on with me and why... Everything feels kind of like a disaster, but at the same time, so good. I can't even put into words like the feeling that I've been feeling. It's it's not even like I'm in this deep, dark place where mentally I'm not happy because I'm so happy. I almost don't know when the last time I was this happy kind of what. Actually, I don't know. Point is, I'm extremely happy. But at the same time, I feel like there's just not enough time. And I have been destroying myself with my thoughts I mean they have just been absolutely consuming me and I was driving home from the new house today we did a bunch of work there it was so much fun and as I was sitting in the car I was kind of realizing that I have been only dragging myself down more mentally I've been so what's the word I'm looking for I've been so cooperative with these negative thoughts like they come through And I just feed, I egg them on. Like, I have not stopped talking about whatever problem my skin is having, whatever breakouts I'm going through. I've been nonstop talking about them for a month now. And I'm wondering why they're getting worse. And it's simply because it's what I'm continuing to put into the universe. And the reason I'm having such a hard time with looking at myself and appreciating myself right now is because... I'm constantly saying how I'm not working out, this and that, and I'm not taking care of myself. Well, if that's how I'm continuing to talk, there's going to be no part of me that is going to want to start taking care of myself. And it's just so much easier said than done to change those thoughts. But the first step is having the awareness and the realization that I have been making myself feel so much worse. Like, I am part of the problem here. Um... Of course, my skin is actually bad. It is, it's subjectively, I mean, objective. What one is it? I don't know. Whatever one's a fact. My skin has never looked like this before. But I think that I'm making it worse by constantly saying how bad my skin is. Like, we speak things into existence. What you release is what you become. And I just need to shift some things around in my brain. I've been constantly talking about how I'm so unmotivated and I'm so lazy and my sleep has been so bad like girl stop effing complaining and start pulling yourself together by starting with the way that you speak about yourself go look in the mirror and say i'm proud of you we're going to the gym today we're going to clear up our skin i look better than i did yesterday 
that's how I need to start talking to myself. Just appreciating where I'm at and meeting myself here with love and compassion and not this constant, I'm not a negative person. Like, I don't know why I've been like this. Anyways, today's episode, a little Q&A. I just wanted to tell you guys a little bit more about me. If you listened to the first ever podcast of moments, you've probably heard a lot of these things, but given that was also two years ago, a lot has changed in the past two years. And I just wanted to, I don't know if you're, if you're an avid listener of moments, but you don't follow on Instagram or you're new here, like, I just want to tell you a little bit more about me so we can be a little bit closer. Hi guys, you've heard me talk about it before and I'm happy to talk about it again. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And I'm going to start it off with that. You guys know I talk about HelloFresh for a reason. It is so convenient. It is so affordable. It's going to save you money on takeout. You're going to learn how to cook. Everything's pre-portioned. You are saving the earth by not putting food to waste. You get to choose through all these different options. It can meet your dietary needs. I just love HelloFresh. And especially now, they have all their fall meals out, which is so exciting. We're really getting into spooky season. It's so much fun. I can't believe it's already this time of year, but with the end of the year comes the fall. HelloFresh really does take the stress out of knowing what you're going to eat, when you're going to eat it. Really makes grocery shopping a lot easier because now all you got to grocery shop for is your snack. Your meals are covered. Every time I'm out of town and I can't use my HelloFresh, I give it to my parents or my grandma and they absolutely love it. And especially if you're someone who's just in college or first time living on your own, I absolutely recommend HelloFresh. So just give it a shot. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 moments and use code 50 moments for, get this, 50% off, 50% off plus 15% off for the next two months. That's hellofresh.com slash 50 moments and use code 50 moments spelt out um, 50 moments for 50% off plus 15% off for the next two months. Um, You're going to love it. I promise. Back to the podcast. This is super weird because it almost feels like I'm interviewing myself, which isn't the goal at all. I just posted on my Instagram story to ask me some things and I wrote just a bunch of random crap down and we're going to talk about it. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm, the last negative thing I'm going to say, I've just been struggling to find the time to do the research to create the episodes that I really, really want to. And the weeks are just flying by. But again, enough is enough. This is the last episode you guys are going to hear me being a little baby brat, sad girl. I had my time. I had my fun. I need to start pulling myself together because I want to feel good again and I'm ready to feel good again and that's the other first step is is wanting it and, and knowing that you can change for the better. If you're if you are like an OG real listener of this podcast, you know that I have my ups and downs and at certain times of certain of every year, it's always August, mentally I'm a mess. Very strange. Honestly, thinking about it, every year in September is when my skin breaks out. Does anybody know why that happens? I just had an epiphany. Anyways, let's get to it. Starting off strong, my real name is Alexis. I like to do this thing, love to tell people about this, where Lexi is what I've been going by since I was little. My real name is Alexis. I used to despise the name Alexis, but now I see it as this very mature and sexy and beautiful and powerful name I don't know why maybe Alexis Wren like she's always just been such an idol to me I think she's so cool and she's gorgeous why am I getting out of breath I'm so confused 
so strange. I think I'm talking too fast and forgetting to breathe. But I view Alexis as this mature name now and an empowering name. And Lexi is just who I am. You know, I'm always going to be Lexi at my core. But whenever I'm doing things that are for the better version of myself, acting like the best version of myself, the person that I would look up to, that's when I call myself Alexis. Like if I'm on my grind and I'm waking up every day at 6 a.m. and taking care of myself and doing all the small tasks without having them weigh so much on me, that's when Alexis is out to play. Alexis is freaking badass. And yeah, long story short, my name is Lexi. I am sometimes Alexis, but usually you can just call me Lexi. Um, Lexi is the more fun, laid back, like little party girl. She just She's just here to live life, you know. She's chilling. But they work very well together. You know, you need a little bit of Alexi to have an Alexis and vice versa. So if you guys want to have an alter ego name kind of thing like that, I really do suggest it. It it motivates me. Like sometimes I'll wake up and be like, not lately, obviously. If you've been listening for the past few weeks, Alexis has been, she's hibernating. She took the summer off. Um, But seriously, I'll wake up and say today's an Alexis day and that's my affirmation. And since I've created such an image of who Alexis is, She comes to play and she does not mess around. She wins that game and she takes on the day. And I really do recommend doing that. Anyways, next thing. How old am I? Sometimes people think I'm older than I actually am. And sometimes people think I'm younger. I'm 22. I would have, had I not dropped out of college, been graduating this past year. Which is absolutely crazy to think about in my head and in my heart. I'm still like a senior in high school. I don't know why. It's not even that I peaked in high school. Something about that age though. I just, I got stuck there and it's, it's weird, but dropping out of college topic leads me into the next question, which is what do I like? Where did I go to school? What is it that I do for work? Um, did I go to college? A bunch of those questions to keep it simple. I tried to go to school. I Again, if you've been listening for long enough, you know that I went to FSU, well, the community college next to FSU for a year, and then I went to FAU, Florida Atlantic University, for a year. FSU, humongous party school. I loved to party, but I also loved to work, and I loved to stay busy because I was fighting off my demons, like quite literally was really depressed and homesick, and the only way that I could avoid that feeling was through working and going out. So... I was working four different jobs, two nannying jobs, a catering job, an internship, and going out until 3 a.m. Pretty much every night because I never knew how to say no. Um, So my body and my brain were absolutely exhausted and I made the executive decision once COVID hit to just stay home for school and that's when I went to FAU for a year. And at that point, I was doing online school. And mind you, I've never been great at school I'm, I'm very knowledgeable in certain topics. I did great in history. I did great in English. Science and math took effort. But for the most part, I've been extremely ADHD for as long as I can remember. And the only reason I was in AP classes and I got good grades wasn't because I was a kiss-ass to my teachers. But essentially, yes, I built really great relationships with my teachers, with my professors. Um, not in the way that I would be able to get out of my work, but in the way that they, they understood me and I got a lot of, I don't even want to say special treatment. I was able to sweet talk myself into getting extensions on my test or my exams or my essays, whatever it was, just because, I don't know, 
that's it's always something I've I've done. Um, not in I don't know how to make that sound. You know what I mean. And then I also my last year of college, I paid my friend to do a lot of my classes because I decided it was a grand idea to move out to Hawaii at the crisp age of how old was I? Oh my god. I was 19. Wow. No. I was 20. Anyways, I wasn't even 21 yet, and I decided to go out to Hawaii for a month. 10 days in, signed a year-long lease. At that point, I was not really doing my school. Um, I was really struggling with it because I was trying. I wanted to. I've always wanted to be a good student. I've always wanted to get my degree. But it was really hard for me for a multitude, of, for a wide variety of reasons. I felt like I was in college all over again, and I faced that same depression and anxiety that I faced. I was getting just beginning on social media as a full-time career I was being pulled in 20 million directions I was a 20 year old girl I was dealing with a crush on a boy new friends hours and miles and miles and miles away from my parents um six hour time change it was a lot at once and it, it was more than I could recognize in the moment and same thing with my first year of college they were really big changes in my life that we we go through really big changes in our lives and oftentimes when we're in those big changes we don't even recognize them until after the fact and yeah no it was just it was just a lot and i can look back and i can i'm like girl i see why you were depressed i really know what you were going through but at the time i was just all over the place point of the story here i dropped out of school Uh, Did I really tell my parents? No. I kind of told them after, you know, I just wasn't taking classes for a semester. And they weren't very happy with me. My dad has always wanted me to get my degree. I was going to be a first generation degree getter, whatever you call that. Um, Neither of my parents finished college. And they've obviously created a beautiful life for themselves. And they've worked so hard to get where they're at. But I think that that was why they were so... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word? They were so, they really wanted me to get my degree to, to prove something. I don't know, to just whatever the reason was. Um, and I was working a very unreliable, very risky career, which leads me into the question of what exactly it is I do for work. And this is an episode I want to do or a topic I'd love to do a whole episode on because I don't know. Social media is really weird. I started making TikToks for fun during COVID. Um, Mind you, this isn't something I really saw ever as something I would be doing for my career, for an income. I used to want to be a teacher or a therapist or a physical therapist or work in social works or teach kids yoga. Those were all the things that I wanted to do. And I started posting TikToks for fun. But along with wanting to be those, taking those career paths, I always loved taking pictures. I always loved taking videos. I always was the friend who was documenting everything. I just loved it. So that being said, COVID came around I was living home, obviously. I started posting the workouts I was doing in my backyard for fun on TikTok when TikTok was first popping off. And those videos did well and people really enjoyed them. And I kept making them for fun. And mind you, 
while I was doing this, while I was blowing up, up until I had, I think, one point something million followers on TikTok, I was working other jobs. I worked at a surf shop. I babysat. I worked at a surf camp. I did all sorts of things. And I don't know. I just was doing it for fun. And eventually I met people who do TikTok and make videos and they told me that you can make money and I was completely blown away. I didn't understand. I just didn't comprehend at all. They were like, you're having all these companies send you stuff and you're just making videos for them for free? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm getting free stuff. Because that was like the coolest thing in the world to me. And to this day, still is. I'm so grateful for my job. The fact that I can even call it a job is insane. Never would have thought. Um, anyways, I start picking up a few of these brand deals and a brand deal essentially is when a company pays you to create a video for them, create content for them, sell their product. And it all does make sense. These companies pay you to, so that they can make money. It's like paying for a commercial or an ad on the radio, but instead you're paying people who create. And I don't know, the whole concept of it is still a little bit weird to me, but it it makes a lot of sense. And I'm finally getting comfortable with calling myself an influencer. Not really. I don't know. Point is, eventually, I knew that this could be something that I could do long term. And my goal with it, even though social media has never really been my favorite thing, I think that there's a lot of toxicity on it. And there's a lot of bad people and bad images. Um and bad role models, I I feel drawn to keep doing it because I want to be a little bit of good. I want to do everything in my power to just make people feel seen or inspired or happy and grateful to be alive because I think we could all use that and we could all benefit from that. And it just, it, it really inspires me to keep doing it. And I think somehow, some way, God has called me to do this because back when I was 13, I got certified to become a yoga teacher. And the reason that I wanted to do that, I feel that these stories get repetitive, but I don't know who's listening to what episodes and I, I do want to incorporate this into the story. Sorry if you've heard it a million times. I became a certified yoga teacher so that I could help people that were struggling with what I was struggling with, which at the time was depression and anxiety and I didn't even know it in middle school I just knew that I physically got sick when I had to get on the bus for school and I dealt with very 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 terrible mean girls it was horrible um so I wanted to teach yoga to help people get away from that because yoga is what saved me from that and then I did beauty pageants in high school so that I could go to all these community service events and Part of me has always known, and especially when I think back to what I wanted to be as like what I wanted my job to be, it all makes sense that I'm doing something where I have a reach to be able to help people. And it's all I've ever wanted to do. And somehow we're going to keep doing it. And of course, through social media, I've dipped my toes into many other things. I started this podcast because of it. I started... I was able to buy a house and we're renovating it. We're going to turn it into an Airbnb and it's a really cool job to have. And I, I, there's not a day in my life that I'm not grateful for it. There are things that I struggle with that come along with it, which is the, um, what's the word here? Come on, Lexi, you got it. I am in charge. I have to manage myself 
I have to decide when I'm working, when I'm resting, when I'm filming, when I'm separating. I think the realest struggle for me is that I have a very hard time separating like my public life and my private life. And with that being said, I have had people commenting on every aspect of who I am for the past three years because of course I've always been so open on the internet which is why I'm on the internet to be open and vulnerable often but with that comes people commenting on things they know nothing about whether it's appearance which usually doesn't phase me as much anymore but or or personality or goals or just I don't know just a lot of mean people always having something to say and at some times in my life I don't I'm not phased by comments whatsoever. At other times, I feel them really heavily and I have this weird imposter syndrome and then I I don't know who I am and I struggle with my sense of self. And I would say the hardest part about social media is just knowing, like being able to figure out who you are outside of this little tiny screen. You know, it's a constant mission and it's still a beautiful job and I'm doing what I love and I love every second of it. But who am I? You know, you guys have seen it firsthand. Half these breakdowns are stemmed from social media. And I know you guys are probably like, dude, just take a freaking break. I would love to, but my mind doesn't allow for that because the other thing and the other struggle with social media is that you're almost constantly chasing something, which is so hypocritical of what I say. Like, don't, don't be chasing. Let things come to you and attract to you. But with social media... You have to be consistent or essentially you will literally fall off. People will stop following you. And unfortunately, if people stop following you, you lose engagement, which means you lose brand deals, which is my income. So it's not about the numbers or the money. It's about how I'm living. You know, it's it's where the, the fine line comes in. Like, am I doing this for fun still or or is this like my job job? I don't know how to explain it. You get the gist. That's what I do for work. Um, Quince creates timeless classics that never go out of style and you'll have them in your closet forever, but they are so affordable, especially for the pieces that you're buying. They have cashmere sweaters, which is my personal favorite item that they have. I wear my sweater all the time and it was 50 bucks for a nice quality sweater. I absolutely recommend it. They have suede and leather jackets. They have silk blouses and dresses and all of the products at Quince are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. You are saving your money and they only work with safe and ethical and responsible manufacturing practices, which is beautiful. We love that. But take the drama out of planning your outfit and upgrade your closet with Quince today. Go to quince.com moments for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash moments and you'll get free shipping and a year returns. Quince.com slash moments. Back to the podcast. And the next thing on this list is someone asked me about ADHD and like how I struggle with it and what my struggles are, what my diagnosis was. Um... ADHD is something that I just recently kind of started talking about publicly, even though it's something that I've struggled with for a very long time. Um, I was able to get through it in high school and in college because, like I said earlier, I just built a lot of great friendships with my teachers and relationships in the sense that they understood me and understood that it took me a long time to get things done, even when I tried my hardest. But I think when I 
really started to feel my ADHD was when I started this as a full-time career, when I needed to start managing myself and managing my time and my tasks and just keeping myself organized, it was really, really hard. And when I say was, I mean is, because here's the thing. I finally got diagnosed by my therapist, who is like a certified life coach and all these other things, and also my doctor. And now a psychiatrist, and I've scanned my brain, and I know that it's there. Like, it's, it's, there's no denying it anymore. My ADHD shows up in my brain scan. Proof is in the pudding. Anyways, my doctor prescribed me with Adderall. The lowest dosage I could take, which is five milligrams once a day, I don't take it every day. I would say that I take it once a week and it helps me a lot, um, which is why I kind of refuse to take it every day. I have such a weird, um, I don't know. I feel so iffy when it comes to medication. I think that it's a really really great thing and a lot of people need it but I think that especially in the U.S. it is forced upon so many people before other options are are like tested and figured out um just because you know big pharma is just constantly pushing drugs 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 and it's just tough for me to explain it because when I say that I don't want that to come across as f medication it's horrible I'm not that kind of person I think that a lot of people can really really benefit from certain things and That mindset came for me once I understood what Adderall could do for me and my mind and how it genuinely makes me feel like a normal person. Like, my thoughts are a lot less anxious. I feel just as stressed, don't get me wrong, but it's more of a hopeful stress. Like, if I have a lot of things to do in a day and I don't take my Adderall, I feel like I can't see any light at the end of the tunnel. I don't feel capable of accomplishing anything. But when I take it, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I feel inspired and motivated from within myself that I am capable. And therefore, it makes me a little bit more motivated. But with that, it also sometimes makes my brain go a little bit more squirrel mode. Can't explain it. It, I don't know. I'm just explaining everything that goes through my head when it comes to medication, Adderall, ADHD, in the most ADHD way that I possibly can. You know, that's what I'm here to do. Point is, I'm prescribed Adderall. I go through a one-month supply in four months, literally. Um, And I, I, I honestly, I don't love taking it. It's not really something I'm proud of, which is so silly sounding. And I don't know. This is just the first time I've ever talked about it online. Um, So I just wanted to share all that with you. Let's move on. Oh, wait. No, a few more things. I have learned to view my ADHD as my superpower because I know that I would not be where I am today if I didn't have this ADHD because when I tell you that this is what fuels my job, this is why I'm able to be a content creator, influencer, social media creative, whatever you want to call it, I can only do this because my mind is constantly racing with ideas. It never gets bored. It never sits still. I am someone who will always have a new video idea or passion project and I've learned to love it. I've learned to really appreciate that about myself because it's gotten me exactly to where I am today and I would say the biggest downfall of it is just I really it leads me down this dark path of just constant overwhelm that never goes away and when you mix that with my job being social media and and just me being the way I am it's a deadly combo. 
let me tell you, my thoughts are never well. They're always working on the next thing too fast. Can't slow down. That's the biggest downfall. But thankfully, my mom is like my manager at this point. Like she really helps me keep my head screwed on straight. And I'm so grateful for her because I, I couldn't do it without her. Let me just tell you that. Okay, next thing. Can't believe it's been 25 minutes. Probably going to end this soon. I have to go to my little cousin's birthday party. But I think I'm going to make a part two of just this. Um, little q and I think it's fun. I think we're covering a lot of topics. I like it. Um, boyfriend, friendships, relationship with my family. Very common questions. First one is boyfriend. I want to do a podcast with him. But for some reason, like we've been dating for almost six months now. I still get nervous when I put the camera on the both of us. Or like we have to film something together or... I don't know. I just don't. I feel like I'd be so nervous recording a podcast with him, but it'll happen. Um, basically, weird as heck that I have a boyfriend. I've been a single girl for as long as I can remember. I had one boyfriend in college for literally two months, um, and it was never real whatsoever. I didn't know what love was. I was in love for him, love with him for what I knew love to be, but I wasn't really in love with him. Now I know that because I felt real love and it's very different. It is a very beautiful, very special, very powerful feeling. And I definitely want to do a whole podcast episode on love because it's fun. It's weird. I'm so giddy about it because it has changed the course of my life in so many ways. Like I, I owe... The past few months of my life have been some of the happiest I've ever been. Um, I felt so blessed and so grateful to experience what it's like to love and be loved. Um, that being said, it has also been just the toughest shift with, I don't know, myself. Like so many things change when you incorporate someone new into your life on such a heavy level. Like basically... Not that Gabe lives with me, but he's here all the time and I wouldn't have it any other way. But it just changes a lot of how I do things on a regular basis. And it's a very big adjustment. Um, And it affects every aspect of my life. Again, especially as someone who does social media, when I lived alone, I was constantly able... This is going to sound silly, I know, trust me. um, Edit videos and go through footage and create and just... Yeah, create because that that's what I do and that's what I love to do and I'm not going to try to justify it. I'm proud of it. That's what I would do in my alone time. But I have a lot less alone time now because, of course, when he sleeps over, I'm not going to sit on my phone and be editing videos. Anyways, it's thrown me for a loop. I've felt really lost in my career and in my work. Um, but I've gained so much other things, so many other things in the past couple months that I wouldn't have it any other way. It's a phase and I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to find that balance and let's deep dive in this on another episode. If you have more questions about that or any insight, please feel free to send me a DM. Um, Friendships. Valuable. I don't know exactly what the question was and I literally just wrote down friendships question mark. Um, Last episode I did was all about friendship though, so you can go check that out. A question I got a few times is how do I keep such a good relationship with my family? I First thing I want to say about this is I want you to know that social media is very much a highlight reel. What you see is not everything. You're seeing the best parts of me and my family. Me and my family have always gotten along. Like I'm not going to sit here and say we have a bad relationship. 
we've always had a great relationship, but I can promise you that me and my dad used to get in the screaming matches where I would just cry because he didn't understand like what I wanted my career to be and what I wanted to do and like was really scared of me to go of letting me go chase my dreams and my passions. And that was a really rough patch that we went through because I felt like I was letting him down. I thought he was always mad at me and of course he was always just proud of me and pushing me to be the best version of me because he knows how capable I am. But obviously at such a young age you don't understand that and I'm still figuring it out. Wait, no I'm not. Sorry, I just looked at my phone and got distracted. I'm still learning more and more and more and understanding that my parents, whenever I've fought with them, is usually just when they're rooting for me the most and they just want to see me succeed and be happy and and safe and secure and anyways the same thing goes with me and my brothers people are like oh my god I'm so glad like that's so cool your brothers are like your best friends bro me and my brothers fought like insane animals my whole childhood like I would get in freak I would hate my brothers and I'm I'm it's terrible I know but I just want everyone to know that like even when someone's relationship with their family and with their friends and with whoever looks perfect online, like never sit there and compare that to your own, okay? Everything that you experience, like let it be individual and know that there is no fulfilled, perfect relationships without the ups and the downs. And the same thing goes for my relationship with my mom. She is my rock. She is my best friend. I could sit and talk to her about who knows what for who knows how long. That being said, we have had so many ups and downs when it comes to just my my work and her her managing me and helping me and just figuring out a good balance between it because sometimes like I don't want a momager I just want a mom you know and like people get stressed at work with their boss they want to just go home and cry to their mom I kind of have a hard time with that because in and sometimes it feels like my mom is my boss and of course she's not she's just she's just like me and that that's really what it is we both just always want to do all these things and we have all these ideas and she has all these genius ideas and she just wants to share them with me because you know she thinks I'd like them and 99% of the time I do but they stack up and the plate gets too full and then it breaks and we've had quite a few really big fights and issues over it but I think because of that is why we're so strong together and like why our relationship is so strong and I also believe that I could do a whole podcast episode on just that because it's a very special, beautiful thing that not a lot of people talk about. Like the more perfect something looks online, sometimes the more not so perfect stuff that happens behind the scenes because you got to have the highs and the lows, the ups and the downs. That's what makes people really get to know each other deeply and learn about each other and know how to work with each other and It just takes time. But all that being said, I do value my relationship with my family more than anything in my life right now. I mean, after I was in Hawaii for so long, I just, I really missed my parents and I didn't get homesick, but I got like FOMO from my own family. You know, they were going out to dinner and hanging out with all of our friends and I was just missing it. And I really had to sit back and be like, what is more valuable to be me right now? Like hanging out with these friends who I'm probably not going to be super close with in two years, which... I can assure you now I'm not super close with or like going and being with my family who I have limited time to spend with, you know, um, our parents are only getting older, terrifying thought not to get deep. Um, 
But I really do think if you have the opportunity and your parents want to build a relationship with you and be your friend, especially if you're someone listening who's 13, 14, 15, 16, that's when I fought with my parents the most. I want you to know that they really are looking out for you. And I'm not trying to be like an annoying older sister or older cousin um, who like your mom told me to come tell you to love her. Like, no, I'm trying to just be so honest with you. And it makes me cringe just talking like this because I don't want to be this old. But seriously, like the older that you get, the more you will appreciate being with your family and you will eventually look back and regret the way that you treated them when you just thought they were out to get you. Most cases, they're not. And in a lot of cases too, open communication and really formulating like what you're feeling and how you feel they're treating you, whether you think they're pushing you too hard or they're too strict, whatever the case is. Sit down and have a real conversation with them, like an adult mature conversation, not a you're so mean, I hate you, it's all your fault conversation. You know the difference? It's hard, but it is so worth it because just trust me, family is everything. And when you can appreciate your time with them, it's like always being hugged. That's what I think that having a close relationship with my family has felt like. Just a constant hug. I feel like I'm, I'm always being loved and... It's special. It's it's changed my life for the better, making my family a priority. And I'll take that one to the grave. So another day, another reminder that this podcast episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I am therapy's number one fan. I honestly haven't been in a couple months and I've been wondering why I'm on this whole little spiral and downfall in my life. That could be a good start. I'm scheduling an appointment. But anyways, BetterHelp is a form of online therapy. You are matched with a therapist. You just go online, fill out a little questionnaire. It is way more affordable. Can I speak? No. Way more affordable than in-person therapy. You are matched with a therapist who meets your needs, and if it doesn't work out with them, they will switch you to a different therapist at no additional cost, and it seriously is something that we all need to do. Just talk to someone and just be able to rant and cry and take care of yourself by talking to someone. I'm serious. I am therapy and BetterHelp's number one advocate and biggest fan. I want you to clear your mind. I want you to take care of your brain. So get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash moments today and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash moments. Just trust me, please. Back to the podcast. I'm going to end this right here. If I didn't have to get to my cousin's, my little cousin's birthday party, I think I could talk for three more hours. Just about all these deep little life lessons that life has taught me over the years. I love when they're actually working and cooperating in my brain hate when I have to stop it when my mind is like this um but hopefully I'll feel like this again in a couple days and we'll we'll continue this conversation I really appreciate you and I really love you and again I say this pretty much every week too thank you for sticking around in my ups and downs and in all over the place I I swear I, I love you guys and we're gonna do cool things and I'm proud of us every day um if anything I hope that this can remind you that it's okay to be a human it's okay to you know, have rough patches and and patches where you're lost and confused and you're figuring out everything. It's all part of the plan. Somehow, some way. Um, We'll talk soon. I love you so much. Goodbye. Quick little intermission. I am telling you guys about Quince. I have told you about it before. It was a while ago that I did, but I have been loving it again and I'm so excited to be sharing it again. 